This is the Jump Pass. I am your host, Ryan. And to, in this particular episode, we're going to talk about the Titans 2022 NFL schedule and just, you know, just kind of want to give you my thoughts about um, the marquee games, um, what part of the schedule I think is the most important, what games that might be challenging or what part of the schedule that might be challenging and just, and just, you know, give you my complete thoughts about the schedule. Uh, thank y'all so much for tuning in, uh, you know, you know, being with me in these past, up, um, previous episodes. If you haven't seen, uh, if you haven't listened to my last episode with Mr. Titan, please do so. If you want to know my thoughts about the NFL draft, if you want to know Mr. Titan's thoughts about the NFL draft, please listen to the last episode. It was a very fun one. Of course, Mr. Titan is my good friend. Of course, every time we could, uh, every time we talk, um, it's always been good conversation, you know, talking about the Titans and, and other matters as well. So shout out to my guy, Mr. Titan. So let's talk about this schedule. So the 2022 schedule came out a few days ago. Um, of course, you know, the preseason, I think it's going to be, um, actually pretty exciting. Uh, I can't really, I can can't really wait to the preseason actually starts. Uh, last year uh, was a little bit of a mixed bag. I kind of was just happy to see football again. But this time, I'm really excited because I really, really like this draft class. And, of course, you know, like I said in my last episode with Mr. Titan, I felt like this draft class got overshadowed uh, due to the A.J. Brown trade. But I thought – Overall, I thought the draft class was pretty good. I thought John Robinson did a really good job of addressing some needs. And I can't, like I said, I can't wait to, you know, see, you know, guys like Malik Willis. Of course, everybody's excited to see Malik Willis in action. But another guy, I'm, you know, some other guys I'm excited about is our first round draft pick, Traylon Burks. And I know there's been some talk about Traylon Burks and how he's been um, performing during the rookie mini camp. But my thing is, my only thoughts about it, I got really just two words about it, it's May. Uh, that's the only thing I can really say about it. You know, I just think it's a a huge, huge overreaction to really absolutely nothing. Um, now, if he continues to struggle, I say two months from now, or even during the preseason, maybe it's a little bit worried, but again, it's May, it's really early. And I feel like he's going to be, he's going to do just fine. So I'm not really worried about Traylon Burks and how he's not really, you know, he's having a hard time catching his breath doing practice and all that. So I'm not even really worried about all that. You know, I know uh, last year there was a particular wide receiver that was having some issues, not the, not to the degree of Traylon Burks, but he had some, um, had some issues catching footballs and he basically said that the football is different in college I mean in the pros that it is in college and he ended up being one of the best receivers in football last season that guy was Jamar Chase so not saying that Traylon Burks is going to turn into Jamar Chase I mean that would be really good if he did but I'm just saying you know I'm just comparing you know, how the overreaction of Jamar Chase and how that translated into some really good things for the Bengals and and could possibly be the same way for the Tennessee Titans. So, you know, again, just let's just wait. Let's be a little bit patient with our rookies. Um, you know, some of them are NFL ready. Some of them may not be NFL ready. So, but like I said, just, let's just be a little bit more patient. Let's, you know, calm down and, 
And, you know, I I really truly believe that Traylon Burst is going to be okay. So I'm not really worried about him or the other rookies for that matter. But let's talk about this schedule. Uh, let's talk about this schedule. Uh, we already talked about the preseason matchups, but let's talk about the first game of the season. There, it's going to be at Nissan Stadium. Uh, the late afternoon game, which I was a little bit surprised we got the late afternoon game, uh, considering the fact that we're at Nissan Stadium. But we got the one of the late afternoon games playing against the New York Giants, uh, 325 Central Standing Time. Um, I think this is one of those games where, you know, it's a winnable game, obviously, but, you know, the Titans are usually a team that do, do not start, do not get a fast start. I mean, 2020 was one of the few times that <laughs> that happened where the Titans got off to a hot start. But, you know, I'm, I won't be surprised if, the, you know, the Titans win this matchup in a low scoring affair, just just looking at it early on because of the way the Titans usually start off the season. Last year, they start off the season you know, struggling against Arizona, struggling really against Seattle for about a half. And then eventually they kind of, you know, found their stride doing the quote unquote toughest part of their schedule. And they end up, you know, having a great winning streak until, you know, injuries really kind of took over and they kind of, you know, was just kind of going through the motions because of the injuries. But looking at the 2022 schedule, Going against a team like the Giants, they got a new coach, uh, Brian Dable. Uh, for those who don't know who Brian Dable is, he was the offensive coordinator for the Buffalo Bills. He deserves a lot of credit for how he has turned Josh Allen from being a a guy that a lot of the scouts said that was a reach um, when the Buffalo Bills drafted him. You know, in the you know, top 10 overall to now being one of the top quarterbacks in the National Football League. And Brian Dable deserves a whole lot of credit for, you know, kind of basically making Josh Allen the way he is right now. Daniel Jones has kind of got some similar skill sets in regards of athleticism and being able to throw the ball downfield. But Daniel Jones has a thing that Josh Allen doesn't do a whole lot of, and that's turn the ball over, uh, especially fumbling the ball. So the Giants are a team that, you know, it's going to be an interesting year for them because they got a lot of decisions they have to make. They already declined the option, uh, their fifth-year uh, fifth option for Daniel Jones. They also, you know, got to do see if Saquon Barkley can finally be healthy. He's been hurt the last two or three years. And, you know, they got some pieces too. And, um, you know, they lost Evan Ingram or whatever, but they still got some pieces that they can go to like Kenny Galladay and, and Shepard and um, Slayton. So they got some guys there. So the Giants, um, they also got a new defense, um, defensive coordinator who the Titans know very, very well. Uh, Wayne Martindale, who's the, who used to be the defensive coordinator for the Baltimore Ravens. So it's going to be an interesting matchup. Uh, early on right now, I still think the Titans have the advantage. And like I said, wouldn't be surprised if it'd be one of those games where it's like 20 to 14 or 17 to 10 or something like that, because the Titans, like I said, his, history kind of shows that the Titans are usually a slow starting team. And then, you know, you got week two. Um, first, you know, they got the doubleheader in Monday Night Football. They're going to be at Buffalo. So they got the first big game of the season on the road against Buffalo, a team that they, you know, the Titans have had 
some success against uh, one of their last two matchups against Buffalo. One the arguably my the one of the best games of the season last year against uh, the Buffalo Bills on Monday Night Football at Nissan Stadium, where Josh Allen. Did not slip, um, <laughs> even though a lot of people say he did, but he did not. But it was a really, really good game from really from start to finish. So I was really excited about that um, that game. And it was just one of those games where it, it kind of went just back and forth. You know, one home run hit from another home run hit. It just the Titans, I think that was the kind of – and that was really the game that kind of turned around there. Not necessarily turn around that season, but got them going in the right direction. Um, you know, before they went, you know, before the playoffs and everything. So, and that was one of those keys for them to, you know, get that number one overall seed was being teams like Buffalo and being Kansas City, who they do play also at Sunday Night Football. Uh, I believe that was week, yep, week nine. So, you know, looking at Buffalo, um, that's going to be a, b- a big matchup. Another big matchup is Las Vegas. So they got the schedule um, starting off. They got some big games coming up. Now, Las Vegas, a lot of hype surrounding Vegas, the Vegas Raiders, and rightfully so. Um, not not only they got guys like, um, like Chandler Jones, and um, I believe they got some other players as well. But the, the big the big acquisition was getting Devontae Adams to go along with Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro, that's a really, really dangerous receiving core. I think to me, you know, early on, right right now, it's really early, but I really like the Raiders in this AFC West. So that's going to be a really good matchup. And that matchup is also at Nissan Stadium. So what, so to me, just looking at this schedule, just kind of evaluating it, I think the bit, the most important month of the season for the Titans, in my opinion, is really October. And here's why. So basically, October, they got four games. They got a bye week at week. Um, looks like that's week six. They got a bye week. But looking at this schedule, especially particularly October, they got three divisional games. Um you know, overall, they play four games, but three of them are against the division and two of them are against Indianapolis. So that's going to be the big key. You know, the Titans can early really can kind of do like they did last year where they beat Indy twice and they, you know, they played them early. They beat them early. And then basically that was the difference between the Titans winning that division last season because they beat them twice. And, you know, even though, you know, the coast kind of made a late season run to kind of made uh, to kind of, you know, close that distance, but, you know, the Titans still had that advantage of winning both games and winning the season series. So it's kind of the same kind of scenario here. You know, like I said, they played uh, at Indy October the 2nd, then they at Washington as well, which is going to be a, that's going to be a, you know, a good game in regards of, you know, you're playing against Carson Wentz. So you, so this basically will be the third game in the last two seasons where you'll see Carson Wentz, assuming that he's healthy, of course. And then that's when you had the bye week. And then after the bye week, you are at Nissan Stadium and you're playing against um, the Colts again. And then you're at Houston. So, like I said, October will be the most important part of their schedule because you want to basically go three and oh. Um, doing a stretch where you're beating Indy twice in Houston, 
And, you know, of course you want to be Washington too, but that Washington, if you lose to Washington, it's not really that, it's not really that important, but you do want to beat those teams that's within your division, especially Indy, because Indy is the only team that's close to competition in the AFC South. I mean, Houston and Jacksonville, even though I like their drafts, I like what um, when Houston did in the draft, uh, Jacksonville had a decent draft. They made some moves in the um, in the free agent market, getting guys like Christian Kirk. I still think there are ways to go before they are competitive in the division. So, I like I said, October is really important. I guess you can say really the most difficult part of their schedule will basically be November because starting November uh, the 6th, week 9, they're going to be at Kansas City, Sunday night football. That's going to be a really big game. That's going to be at Arrowhead. You know, that's a place where the Titans have had some success. Um, and they have had some disappointment as well. Um, that's the place where, you know, lost the AFC championship game, but also that's a place where they have won some big games. Uh, they've won a big game where suck up, kicked the game winning field goal. That was back in 2016. And then, um, like the next year after that, 2017, won a big role playoff game. But Kansas City, um, they have, you know, Kind of like Buffalo have matched up really well with the uh, with this particular team, especially you know, you know Kansas City has had their struggles on defense, and I haven't really seen Kansas City improve on that side of the football. So it's going to be a very interesting matchup, and then they go, then they'll be at home against Denver. Russell Wilson, um, new home, new team. They got a you know a very really really good receiving core and. You know, that's going to be a tough matchup. But, you know, again, this is just on paper. You never know how the games are going to play out. You don't know if Denver is going to be any good by week 10. And then again, they might be one of the best teams in the league by week 10. So you never really know. I'm just looking at it on paper. You know, that could be a really tough matchup. And then they're going to be at you know, a Thursday night football. And then basically you play Denver and then you turn around like three or four days later, you got to be on the road. And not only you got to be on the road, you got to be at Wisconsin. The good news is November 17th is not, it's not going to be relatively cold in Green Bay, at least not yet anyway, but there'll be at Green Bay. And that's a place where the Titans had one of their worst losses in recent memory a couple of years ago. Of course, that was a snowstorm. At Green Bay, I, like I said, I don't think it's going to be a snowstorm in November. It's probably get a little bit chilly, but not that chilly. So that's going to be a really good matchup as well. And then the rematch of the divisional round uh, of, of last year's playoffs against the Cincinnati Bengals. So that's going to be a matchup. I'm pretty sure a lot of the Titans fans and a lot of Titans players got that one circled because that was the one game. That was the game that basically ended our season. So lots. You know, November, I think, quote unquote, is the toughest part of the schedule. But if you know, if you've been a fan or watched this team for a number of years, this is probably going to be the easiest part of their schedule because the Titans have always had a knack of playing really good against the uh, the elite teams in the league and playing kind of down to the competition against teams that you would think that they should be. So November might be just, you know, the easiest part of their schedule. And then, you know, a 
you know, if I'm I'm looking at December, which I think, in my opinion, December is the weakest part of this schedule. That could be the toughest part of this schedule. So the way the Titans have been the last several years, it could it's a complete reversal of what you think is tough and what you think is weak in regards to their schedule. But yeah, I think personally, um, right now, I think. I can see this team winning about 10 to 11 games, which I still think is good enough to, to win the division. Um, probably not good enough to be the number one overall seed again. You probably, If you're trying to get the number one overall seed, you probably have to win at least 12 games like they did last season. You definitely have to win at least 12 games to even be in the running. But it's going to be a it's gonna it's gonna be pretty interesting because you know they could you know be the number one overall seed with just eleven wins depending on how the rest of the division kind of plays out for in regards of like the AFC especially the AFC West because any one of those four teams could win the division the way you know on paper the way um, the, their off seasons went and they could end up beating each other up and then the AFC North you know I think it's gonna be pretty tough I think. I think the AFC North is right now is a two-team race. Cleveland is pretty interesting, but Deshaun Watson might be suspended for the first like five, six games of the season, so might not get the you know you might not get a full talented roster, or you might not get you know the the Deshaun Watson that you've been looking for, especially because you know he hasn't played in. Almost a couple. <laughs> it's been about a couple of years, or almost a couple of years, since he last uh, threw a football in real game time. So the Browns are kind of a big question mark, but I still think it's a two-team race between the Bengals and the Ravens. Uh, the Ravens, um, to me, you know, once they get their players healthy or they should be healthy, then the Ravens are going to be back to competing for a playoff spot, competing for the AFC North as well. And then the AFC East, to me, Buffalo just dominates. It's probably going to dominate that division again. Miami is pretty interesting. It's going to depend on Tua. Um, The Patriots the same way. They're going to – it's depending on how Mac Jones, how he improves from his rookie year to his second year. And the Jets, I mean, the Jets are interesting, but they're not interesting enough to – you know, win a bunch of games and be a competitive team and be a playoff team. So I don't think they're playoff ready yet. So the Titans could very well win 11 to 12 games and still, you know, get the number one overall seed. But like I said, we just have to see how the seasons play out because a lot of factors could be, you know, you have to think about the most important thing is injuries. Um, it seems like every year in the National Football, Football League, there's a few players that, they get injured and it just changes the outcome of of the season for that respective team. And hopefully the Titans have got the injuries all out the way from based off of last year because that was a painful, stressful thing to go through week in and week out where it seems like key player after key player after key player getting hurt and you're praying that somebody will come back and you know, it was just a lot of things that was going on, and hopefully the Titans will be a little bit more healthy this season as opposed to where they were last season. And, and it's going to be a big year uh, for the Titans, big year for the Titans overall, big year for Ryan Tannehill because now the Titans have drafted a quarterback. They traded up to get that quarterback, so they really, really like this quarterback, uh, Malik Willis. And Ryan Tannehill, um, 
lot of pressure on Ryan Tannehill, but you know, of course, you know, if Ryan I've if Ryan Tannehill has continued to play like he has over the last two and a half seasons, I think he's gonna do just fine. Uh it's just the playoffs. Uh, once the playoffs start and you kind of hopefully, you know, maybe Ryan Tannehill learned his lesson from what happened last season, then maybe, maybe, just maybe, uh, the Titans could, you know, make some noise in the postseason. But I like the schedule personally. I think it's a good mixture of good games. Um, and the Titans got four marquee games. Now, granted, three of them are on the road, but they do get uh, three. Uh, they do get four marquee games, which basically is a reward for what they did the the previous season when they were the, the number one overall seed in the uh, AFC. So I think it's a uh, like I said, it's a great. Um, I think it's a really good schedule. Can't wait for the season to start on September the 11th, and then from there, you know, we'll see what happens with the season and see what happens with know this team and see how far this team can go this particular year um it's going to be an interesting kind of year especially because you know they they lost some key pieces to titans but you got guys like robert woods and and hooper uh also hooper those guys you know they may contribute hopefully they can contribute and then on top of that i thought the titans had a really good draft class so it's gonna be it's gonna be a i think it's gonna be a really really good season for the titans but we have to just wait and see what happens from there all right, so that's going to conclude this episode of the Jump Pass. I just want to just kind of talk about the schedule and, you know, my thoughts about it and everything. And hopefully, you know, like I said, hopefully the Titans have a great season. And, you know, and it, you know, September kind of seems like a far away. You know, it's a little less than four months away. But, you know, if we can, you know, before you know it, it'll be September and we'll be, it'll be time to cheer on our Tennessee Titans and hopefully we can have a excellent season. Hopefully we can get to the Super Bowl this year, but we'll see what happens with that. But like I said, this is a, um, this concludes the episode of the jump pass. My name is Ryan. And of course, please follow me on Twitter at Ryan Harris, six, six, two, follow the jump pass at the jump pass TN on Twitter. And then of course, the episodes of the jump pass are on all streaming platforms. So check it out. So once you check out this episode, check out the previous ones and, you know, check out the very first one. And I get, you know, get my views up if you, and then also, you know, if, if you want to leave a review, um, tell me what you think about the show. I really appreciate it. But until next time, this is Ryan from the jump pass. Y'all have a blessed day and tighten up. 